welcome to the Women in Safety podcast, the show where empowerment meets excellence in the health and safety profession. I'm your host, Alana Ball. Join me and our vibrant community of members as we dive into candid conversations, behind the scenes insights into what it means to be a health and safety professional. Whether you're conquering your day or catching up on the latest industry event, this podcast fuels your journey. Are you ready to elevate your career? Let's get started. I'm Alana Ball and you're tuning in to the Women in Safety podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Women in Safety podcast. I am so excited to be joined by the incredible Anna Illa from Okteri in Papua New Guinea. How are you today, Anna? Hi, good day, Alana. I am very well and excited to be um, here on this podcast to be sharing my story with you all. So thank you so much for the invitation. I am so thrilled that you're here, Anna. And when we ran the nominations for the 2023 Women in Safety Awards, it was so amazing to see uh, your colleague nominated you across both Leader of the Year and Professional of the Year. And you were a finalist in both. Uh, and you took out, obviously, the Leader of the Year for 2023. So, to see you then fly over and join us at the awards in person uh, was absolutely incredible. So congratulations, firstly, because I think not only to be nominated across both, but to be a finalist, I think really is a testament to the work that you must be doing over there. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, just thankful for the team that I have and for my colleague, Aline, uh, for magnifying, uh, you know, my efforts there and making, you know, this award possible for me as well. So, yeah, just um, excited right now to be, um, be actually be part of this um, network group and to share the story and, you know, do what we can do to uh, make an impact. Out yeah, there. I, I mm -hmm. love that because I think also for me, you know, it really, um, seeing you there and obviously the things that you're doing be celebrated really does resonate with me for, you know, my health and safety journey started in Papua New Guinea and it was such an eye-opening life lessons, such an incredible experience that I just to this day hold so near and dear. So, I was so excited because it, it, it just made me reflect on those earlier parts of my career. But let's get stuck into some of the journey because there's a lot for us to share. So tell us a little bit about your achievements and some of the specific things that you've been doing that earned you that absolutely uh, incredible uh, Leader of the Year award. All right. So thank you, Alana. Um, yes. Yeah, so just before I share the story behind our achievement, um, if I can just share a bit about the company of Teddy Mining Limited so that, you know, we can just fully um, yeah, appreciate yeah. the complexity and uh, challenges that we face and also the dynamics in the risk profile of the business and also managing safety, which I believe is what has probably set us apart from others that has earned us these recognitions. And also as a leader overseeing safety in this unique set of challenges. So, um, yeah, for those not familiar with the Octane mine, um, it is known to be one of the most complex and challenging mine uh, 
probably in the Asia Pacific region. Mm. Um, and that's mainly due to the unique uh, geographical settings and its uh, remote location. Eh? Uh, just quickly, some facts here um, about the Octeri mine. Uh, it's situated in the western province of PNG. Um, it's also known to be the second wettest mine in the world, with roughly uh, 10 meters of rainfall in a year. Um, so that, that that is a challenge as well. Um, workforce, roughly over 6,000 employees, of which almost three quarters of, um, of these are our business partners and contractors. And, you know, they're also our biggest risk group and they are the groups that are, you know, constantly been exposed to most of our major hazard activities. So, yep, our high risk group there. Um, if the remote uh, locality and the geographical challenges of the mine is not enough, also our ships and barges have to navigate through uh, 800 kilometers of Fly River to get the goods and operational consumables in as well as the copper concentrate out. So with the, with the recent dry weather uh, posed by the El Nino climate event, mm. um, you can just imagine how um, daunting the work arrangements can be. Mm. But Octeri being Octeri is a resilient organization and we've, we, we've seen some of these types of challenges in the past before and I'm glad to say that, you know, we've overcome this mm. at almost location so yeah and and anna sorry um the do you guys get the earthquakes there as well yes um yeah. we do have earthquakes uh landslips which was i think the biggest one was in 2016 mm. um, yeah so th those are some of the challenges with earthquakes um dry weather yeah it's certainly Certainly an interesting environment and, and I certainly found that in my experience working in PNG, you know, that every every single day had a total different weather environment and I think it was one of those times that you kind of just shake your head and go, you know, how do we get around this? How do we navigate this? So despite um, all these challenges, uh, for this year we have seen some good results that have um, significantly contributed to making an impact in the safety space especially with um, the reduction in our significant incidents or our high potential um, incidents. So for this year, two of the safety-led initiatives or programs that have um, made a significant impact um, is one is on our advanced safety awareness and behavioral program. So this is one of our key behavioral programs, which we are currently running. And um, yeah, so while we can have some of the best systems and processing in place, the human-centric aspect of it is just as important. Mm. And so the way people think about safety that drives their behaviors at the workplaces um, is fundamental to um, influencing a good workplace safety culture. And um, so for this year, uh, we've seen that uh, the program has proven to be quite effective, uh, whereby it has impact on reducing our total recordable injury frequency rate. Um, since we ramped up on this program earlier part of the year and also um, extended it out to our contractors, or our business partners, who I mentioned before, make up three quarters of our workforce. So. Um, that was good to see. Um, what we also seen from the data is that it's 
also telling us that, you know, 80% of the incidents are now seen from those that have not undergone this coaching program. And so now for next year, the plan, the focus would be a big drive to ensure that everyone undergoes this program and that it's um, embedded onto our onboarding process so that it's sustained as well. So Yeah, isn't it impressive to have that data, like that correlation between we've done it and where our incidents come from? I think it's such powerful data for you all. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Alana. Um, everything is driven by data and it's data that tells us where our areas of issues are and, you know, drilling down further, it helps us with setting up this program. So, mm. yeah. yeah, I'm really um, fortunate to have a really good safety systems team that, you know, does the data analyzing and trending for us. So we're able to, um, yeah, get good information to set most of these programs up for us. Yeah, that's so cool. So let's step back a little bit. What inspired you to pursue a career in health and safety? And and I guess what's brought you to really, I guess, continue to strive for that excellence and be that leader of the year? Okay, so um, I started off um, with a drilling department for an oil and gas company uh, many years back. <laughs> Um, so from there, it was indeed an exciting experience for me, especially for a young woman to be exposed to, you know, some of the most remote rig sites in PNG. So, yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel like, I feel like you're speaking my language and I was 25 working on, um, remote drill rigs in like Wafi and Hidden Valley and, as a young girl being helicoptered into those sites, seeing the exposure to it is so, so powerful, hey? Yep, yep. yep. And as you said, hey, very remote, the only access is via the chopper. Yeah. So it can be uh, very interesting, mm. exciting at the same time. Also, I've uh, been exposed to the number of simultaneous operations and being involved in assist assisting with, like, facilitating risk assessment and management of these high-risk activities has not only inspired me, but I'd say that it has also um, equipped me well and has, you know, set the standard to how I operate these days. So I'm really thankful for this um, foundation mm. with the um, oil and gas company. Yeah, but um, I think it was not until I joined Oak Teddy and was given a more leadership role when I fully understood the responsibilities of the role of a safety leader and that, you know, the impact or the influence that we can make in ensuring uh, workers return safely to their families. And I think that's when my views in safety shifted or, or was more elevated. Eh? So what um, keeps me, you know, you know, pursuing in this um, area. One is, of course, as a leader, knowing that it's the ethical thing to do huh? mm -hmm. <laughs> for us to just make sure our workers are unhurt and go home safely. And also the other part is um, what's um, inspiring us right now. It's um, good for business. Huh? So for Octeti, their commitment to responsible, you know, environmental, sustainable practices um, is fundamental um, these days for the business. And so in saying that, um, I, I'm pleased to say that Octeti now has embarked on the journey towards um, attaining what's called a Copper Mark accreditation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
And to know my team and I are contributing towards this um, through the work that we do is um, is all the inspiration for me to continue down, uh, continue on with this career path. So yeah. And I think I think it's so so important even outside of safety. You know, you talk about those fundamentals as as a person at work to know what the business is doing and and that they've got the drive to do better and that continuous improvement model. It's like okay, we we're not going to get everything right, but as long as we're continuing to improve. And I think that's, you know, that's what it sounds like in Teddy's case is it's like, well, we know we've got all these challenges and we're not always going to get it right, but we will continue to improve and find new ways to do things to keep us successful. And I think that's so powerful for any business, let alone any leader. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, continuous improvement. Of course, you never get it right 100% first mm-hmm. time, but you keep on um, trying and I think that's what um, yeah as a leader also can make you um, more um, yeah out there and making an impact and change the continuous drive. Mm. So talk to me about I guess we've spoken about some of those environmental challenges but talk to me about some of the I guess the more people-based challenges and opportunities from a safety perspective that you've seen over say the last 12 months uh, for Octetti and particularly in your role. Okay, so um, yeah, um, as I mentioned, uh, safety behavioral programs is one of our key ones. As I, you know, you can have the best systems and process in place, but it's the behavioral that we is important as well. So, uh, a number of these that we are driving, um, what's made it successful as well is fostering collaboration. Um, especially with our business partners who, um, as I already mentioned, make up three quarters of our workforce. It's important to sort, you know, to ensure that their perspective is also made its way into our safety plans as well. So we've got a number of uh, business partner forums um, that we run in the year. Uh, most of our programs um, include uh, our business partners with the training, we have the I-LEAD, which is like the basic inspections of the work areas and conducting these um, safety activities out there. Um, the Advanced Safety Awareness Program that we are running, um, we have included them and also trained um, uh, for the particular groups to also have coaches so that they can run their own programs as well. So, yeah, um, the collaboration with our business partners is key. And also uh, building an inclusive uh, workplace setting. Mm. Um, that's so very important as well. Mm. So those are some of the um, activities that we are running in the behavioral space, but more expanding it out to include um, our business partners, especially, which now we've seen an impact or change in the safety uh, trends. Mm, Yeah, that's so cool. Hey, it's me dropping in to let you know about the Women in Safety membership. If you haven't yet become a member, please jump onto our website, click the link in the show notes, because we are the group for you to feel empowered. Do you want to elevate your career? We're the platform for you. Engage with like-minded professionals participate in authentic conversations and open the door to opportunities that will help you thrive in your health and safety journey. Come to us for your authentic connections and break free of ordinary networking. I'll see you soon. Now tune back in.
And so what about, I guess, you know, particularly in, say, Australia, New Zealand, we're really pushing towards a more diverse and an inclusive workplace. How mm. have you found being a woman in health and safety in Papua New Guinea? How's that been for you? How's that journey been? Okay, so um, for a woman um, in the safe, you know, professional in the safe, in the field of safety, um, we know it comes with its own uh, set of challenges or unique challenges. Um, especially working in the industrial, so male-dominated uh, industry, and so it has been challenging. Um, especially um, when you have um, a setting, uh, a cultural system setting uh, where women are still marginalized, especially mm. in decision making. So yeah, that's in the cultural setting, copy paste this at the workplace as well. Um, it does um, uh, gender diversity inclusion is now a big uh, focus for the company company in driving that for our women. So um, it's really important that, um, you know, have been part of a network group, such as mm. the one that we have, Women in Safety. Mm. Um, Octeti as well has its, um, the net, the Women's Network Group, um, the Octeti Women's Network Group. Uh, the company is also committed in this area. Um, we also have the RISE program, which is a development uh, program for our women as well. So um, Octet is, yeah, Octet is um, committed in um, looking into this um, for us. Yeah, that, that's really, really great. Uh, and I, I think it's like anywhere, right? Like once you get the organisation on board and they can see the benefits to really uplifting and, and what we talk about in Women in Safety, about empowering that next generation, you know, we would hope that they don't have these challenges and that they can do their job as an equal and that they have that decision-making ability. Yep. Mm. All right. So so tell me, winning the award is obviously such a testament to your dedication and your passion for safety. What does the next 12 months look like for you? How do you leverage, you know, the recognition that you've got, but also what's on the table for you for the next 12 months? Okay, so for the next 12 months, um, next year is going to be a pretty exciting year for us. Um we're working off our three-year plan, and that's going to be the third uh, year of our plan. So we've got oh, some yep. exciting um, programs ahead of us. Um, with the performance this year, it has um, shown us that we're on the right path mm. or in, in some of our efforts, you know, with our safety-led programs. So that's something that... Uh, we're excited to see that it's working and there'll be more focus in this uh, space going forward for next year as well. Um, yeah, so, but winning this award um, is, is, is I would say, I am truly honoured and humbled um, by this award. And I think um, it's basically... Um, a recognition of dedication and hard work, not only for myself, but while it has my name on it, I'd like to say that this is for a woman um, yeah, in um, our organization, especially in the male-dominated industry that um, 
if you um, work hard, work smart, support each other, um, also um, believe in yourself and your capabilities as well, and um, let the results uh, speak for itself, for you and what you represent. So that's um, what this award would um, say. Yeah, I love ah. I I have goosebumps because I just I really resonate with you know if we lift each other up and if we support one another particularly as women and, and you know it's why I started Women in Safety in this hope that we can band together and overcome some of these challenges together and talk about them and and share our knowledge and share our experiences. So uh, I'm super excited to continue to see you grow over the next 12 months, and I'm sure it won't be the last time our audience hears from you over the the course of um, 2024. So, Anna, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Is there any takeaway message that you would like our listeners to hear, particularly if they're thinking you know, well, that can't ever be me or, you know, I don't have the skills to be a leader of the year. What would you give to those aspiring leaders who maybe are are having that little bit of self-doubt? Okay, so um, this is what I normally share um, with our female colleagues here. Um, Just um, believing in yourself. Uh, too often we second guess ourselves. Mm. Uh, as women, it's uh, it's normal for us to do so. But believing in yourself and knowing that you're capable, um, and putting that um, second guess thought out of your mind mm. can really um, give you push you boost you the confidence to push on through in whatever you um, encounter. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I love that little bit of wisdom for us so thanks again for sharing it and congratulations again on being the 2023 leader of the year for the women in safety awards it was such an honor to have you um there celebrating with us and and i hope to continue uh working with you over the year so thank you for joining us thank you alana wow what an episode If you loved today's episode just as much as I did, we'd love to hear your feedback or even better, share it with your friends, your colleagues and other safety sisters or safety misters so they too feel empowered and inspired. We will catch you for another conversation next time and we hope in the meantime you start implementing some things to transform your career.